The Wall Street Journal puts out an article titled U.S. Births Increase for the First Time Since 2014. In that article, they discuss the baby boom that we predicted here on this show would occur after the pandemic. In the article, they also discuss how that baby boom wasn't as big as they expected it would be and how it still doesn't put us above replacement levels. We're going to talk about the article. We're going to discuss some of the things that Elon Musk has been tweeting stemming from that article. And we're going to theorize a little bit about what happens down the road if we don't reach replacement levels when it comes to fertility in this country. And then we're going to discuss since it's June and it's Pride Month, we have to discuss a YouTube video coming from the YouTube channel Jubilee. This video was released a year ago, but it is important to talk about because it is some of the most twisted stuff that we have encountered on the internet pertaining to trans people. And the title of the video is, What is Sex Like for a Trans Woman? It is going to be jaw-dropping and it's gonna leave you in awe and we just have to discuss it because it's kind of crazy. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K-Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap or hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. That's five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, you could go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing, or you can buy some merch. The merch is amazing. And if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about, because we talk about the most interesting things on this show, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. Now, kicking it off, um, I guess the most important thing to say in terms of our personal perspective when it comes to this article that we're going to discuss and more importantly what elon musk is tweeting about this article and why he's tweeting about it in terms of fertility rates birth rates dropping really all across the world but you know we're we're talking about it from the perspective and the vantage point of the u.s is neither of us have kids so that uh in and of itself shows you a little bit it it creates a little bit of a profile when you start talking about people that don't have kids because elon musk gets into something as he's tweeting that i think it's important to talk about um but it's important to put that out there because in the past guys our age guys that are as productive as we are guys that are as good with money as we are guys that are always striving for upward mobility and making things happen the way that we do 
in the past, it's kind of unheard of for guys like that to not have kids. Yeah, that is odd. Yeah, it's not odd nowadays. If we were to like go back in time in the time machine and they're like, they'd be like, what's wrong with you guys? It would be very odd. Yeah, exactly. But in today's day and age, it's it's not that odd. A lot more normal. Uh, I, I would say it's normal if you're at a certain socioeconomic place. Yes. Because it is pretty evident that, and, and Elon Musk talks about it, but it does seem like people that are either less educated, and I mean that formally and informally educated, so not necessarily less educated you have a you don't have a degree because neither of us have degrees but that doesn't necessarily having a degree doesn't necessarily mean educated but i'm talking about in 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 multifaceted education formally and informally the lower the socioeconomic status and the lower the education the higher the birth rates it's yeah it, yeah. it, it seems like, and that's an observation we've made a long time ago but this wall street journal article seems to confirm that and elon musk confirms it in in the series of tweets that we're going to discuss um but it's just interesting to me that just like us there's a lot of people in our age group people that we know friends whatever the case they don't have kids either yeah yeah it's like back then it would have been full now it's like well it's at times it could be 50 50 which is kind of a drastic change us growing up seeing like everyone it was like oh you're in a family like in a full-blown mom dad kids the you know what a lot of people would say oh this is the american dream we're trying to make it and we have a whole family it's less you see that less yeah you also see a lot of uh, more single moms, like moms, but no, no, uh, no. Well, not necessarily no dad, but like separated. You 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 notice that a lot more. Back then, it wasn't that like as prevalent as it is now. Right now, before we get into the the meat and potatoes of the discussion, I'd like to pose a question because I and I think it's pretty relevant. I think there's a difference between a person that wants kids but either doesn't feel like they're at the right place to have kids or doesn't feel they don't feel like the world is the way they want it to be to have kids. Yeah. I think that person might have a difference of of opinion from a person that may that probably that that just doesn't want kids. Period. Yeah. So, are you a person? Because we've we've established that neither of us have kids. Yeah. But are you a person that wants kids? Just the circumstance, whatever it, it may be, is not where you want it to be, or do you just flat out not want kids? Um, it would have to be very. I don't see myself wanting to have kids, so at at the moment, no. Um, I would probably say no. Yeah, like 
it, it would have to be not only would the circumstances have to be a lot more different than they are now but also just what you have to establish to be able to do that see that's the thing like having a kid to me isn't like oh I'm having a kid like I feel complete now that's not how I feel I feel it'd be more of a well I'm gonna have a kid it's going to be a challenge obviously we'll go through different different eras with this child but like I don't live I would not think like I'm living through my kid or anything like that I would just want to I, I guess have a productive or, or try to raise a productive human being so that would mean that a lot of stuff would have to be very well put on my on my front and even then that's not really a guarantee yeah so it's more of a a risk <laughs> if you will like um that that I'd be taking on so it would it would be one of those situations where it would have to be kind of damn near flawless because there's a lot of there's a lot of factors so there's the where society going factor <laughs> um there's a factor of the dynamic of if I were with someone would we even want to have kids cuz like initially so what, that wouldn't even be what I'm trying to establish is let's say all of those those factors where society is you feel good with it like all of those variable factors they're where you want them to be at that point do you want do you want kids see that that's the difference it's like there's the circumstantial reasons to not yeah. want kids versus there's people out there that is like well no matter no matter how good things are i just don't want kids I'd be fifty-fifty. I wouldn't. I, I'm kind of indifferent about it. Um, and also, like I said, the circumstantial situation. Like, I think about even school. Like, do I want my kid in in school? Like, <laughs> so that that already is a whole like yeah. production right there. Like, okay, if I homeschool, how do I socialize the kid? I, so it's it's a lot of work. So like, when you start thinking about. All the things you'd have to do, it's like, oh, well, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's how I feel. Yeah, and that's why, for me, the answer to that question is no. It's yeah. like, no matter what the circumstance, I don't want them because yeah. because of all that stuff you just mentioned. Yeah. is like, now, and even, even if all of that stuff was, like, worked out and, like, primed and good to go, I still wouldn't because my thing is like, well, all of the time, effort, resources it would take to raise that kid. Yeah. For me, it's like, well, I, I start thinking, well, like, what could I accomplish with oh, yeah. that time, <laughs> effort, and resources? You know what I'm saying? Well, it depends, though, because if we're talking like all the circumstances in your favor, would that mean like the mother takes the brunt of some... Uh, of like the home stuff where you don't have to worry about that you know what i mean well so, in in a hypothetical scenario where i had children it, i would definitely want that to be the case yeah because like i like i mean i'm not i'm not boasting or bragging or anything like that but like i don't i don't know many women that are more productive than me yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying so it's like well no, it's probably best that you stay with the child and like <laughs> let me go like conquer the world yeah. because 
I don't think switching is going to like work out. That <laughs> it's going to work out for us. Or or maybe you'll do a great job, but like still don't think you'll do as good a job as me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so yeah, that would be in in, in a in a semi perfect scenario. That would kind of be a given. Yeah. But still, no matter what, there's there there's still a level of time. Le- there's still a, a degree of time, energy, and resources that you would have to still apply to the kid. Yeah. And it's like, well, I don't know. At least in my mind right now, I feel like I would just like apply that elsewhere. Well, yeah. It, it is a lot of time that you have to spend. Like if you want to do it right. Mm-hmm. And like you well, said. Well, do you, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily agree that it's a lot of time that you have to spend. I think it's more about quality time and I think it goes back to that clip which I totally wholeheartedly agree with from Andrew Tate that we actually played last week oh, yeah, yeah. about parenting I, I tend to agree with that I don't think that like, as a as a father like the role of a father yeah. I don't think it's necessary a lot of time you have to spend I think that time is more about quality time yeah. like in this time that I'm with this kid what is he learning how did he advance? How did he progress in this time that he was with me rather than, oh, I'm always with the kid, but like, yeah. you know, it's a low energy environment and like nothing is being done. Nothing is, you know, being talked about. There's no like intellectual uh, 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 exchange, nothing, you know? Yeah. So in that regard, you're saying, so then you probably lean more towards the resources it would take than not so much the time. Yeah, well, it would still take some time. You, yeah. It's not like you could be, you, like, it's not totally yeah. absent. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, you know, because in it's that time, multitude. there's still a lot of responsibility that, that comes yeah. with that. And, and some people may feel like, oh, well, I'd rather have my responsibility, time, effort, all of that placed elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, um, there's things you can't skip, like, you know, if the kid is sick or something and you need to, now yeah. that is a whole thing. Cause if, if the kid can't go to school, like it's like, I, I see a lot of parents handle that. Like, oh, the kid is sick. I got to go to work. Well, one has to give today, you know, or, uh, how expensive childcare is. That's resources. Like, oh, I'm putting money into this. I could put money into something else. So it's like, I look at that. The freedom to maneuver as well. Hey, let's go. Oh, I can't. Why are oh, the kids? Yeah. So, oh, I'm gonna go move over here because uh, the the uh, the 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 houses here are better uh, priced. Oh, but the kids have them in school on this side of town. Yeah. It's like it's like a lot of stuff. Or the kids they better here because there's more family close on this area so what does that mean that you now have to buy a more pricier home probably because you can't move because your resources are here so it's like those are the things you don't think about before having a kid and then i would imagine after you have the kid like damn there's a lot of limitation to this yeah which i mean again if this is what you wanted then you i guess you're okay with the limitation but but there is limitation and so that's that's where and not only that but now it's a different economy the mom and dad work so 
It's like that's even harder now to survive. Yeah, not everybody has the luxury of being in a position where it's like, hey, you could stay home. Yeah. I got this. So that's another thing. It's like that's not usually the case. The, the case is, oh, well, you had to get up and work too. Yeah. You know, and, and so then to me, I wouldn't feel comfortable with that. Like like with, oh, my kid is in childcare a lot of the time because I don't know how – I don't know that they'll handle him the way I would handle them or the way my wife would handle them. So well, I, I don't have control over that, and I don't like that. But then it's like, well, the, these are the gives and takes of having kids in modern society. And I would say modern society is not too family-friendly. No. Like, like modern society doesn't make it where it's easy for you to want to have a family. Like... No, no, it, it, it really doesn't. And to be honest, you see more and more women nowadays that are okay with like not having kids. It's so it's not just yeah. men that are on this side of, of that argument. There's women that are on this side of the argument as well. Or the girl could be like, yeah, I want a relationship, but I want to travel with you. I want to go do this. I want to go travel, do uh, eat here do other activities with you. I don't want kids. Like, why do I want kids for? So I could be locked up fucking, no, you have your job, I, I have my job, and then when we go, we fucking go to Japan for fucking three weeks. And, and like, that, that sounds pretty fun. Okay. <laughs> like, if you think about it, like, so it's like, as an individual, you do have to think, like, what, what are the, what life do you want to live? And what limitations come with those lives? Now, what's interesting about the article is that the article is actually poised as if the baby boom is significant. But then in the subtext, in the subtitle, it says pandemic baby bust was smaller than expected. So small, really, that it really didn't make much of a difference. So the last time that we were, that the last time that there was an increase in infertility in, in babies being born was 2014. So in the 1940s, people, they were having around, around two kids by the 1950s, people were having around three kids, and it almost reached four kids by the 1960s. 1970s, drop off. Damn. 80s, stayed low. 1990s, it crept up a little bit. Barely, barely at replacement levels. And then and then again it, it crept up by, by 2014. Then it dropped off again, and then in in after the in twenty twenty the pandemic it it dipped, but right after that it it went it, it did a little bit of a bump. It it didn't, it, but crazy. it didn't even come nowhere near replacement level. Do you think that's a bad thing for society? So and so Elon Musk says USA birth rates have been below minimum sustainable levels for fifty years, and and he's right about that. Yeah. Do you think like uh, that will end up hurting 
Well, I I don't know because if if the whole world is experiencing kind of a baby less babies being born, I don't know that that'll that that will affect the US. I think that maybe the policies that get put in place, like for example, China, you know saying what's, like no, have what, kids. What's fascinating though is in the so near the 60s we were creeping towards four kids. Yeah. The FDA approved birth control June 23rd of 1960. After that, the 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 pill, the steep drop off. Damn. So that's you know that's that's interesting. It it makes you wonder if it, it almost makes you wonder if people naturally don't really want kids. Because it's like now you naturally have the choice. But like before you didn't have a choice, there was no like con- contraception choice. I mean, obviously condoms and whatever, but, you know, by and large, people were having kids. We get to, okay, well, now there's the pill. Now there's birth control. So do women not want to have kids because after the birth control these these birth rates they've never recovered yeah 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 perhaps because if you think about it like the way people were having kids was like oh well you're pregnant we have been fucking that's like in a way kind of um the way animals had kids or have kids now like they don't fucking think oh hey are you on the pill <laughs> like they're just animals just stray dogs yeah cats they just multiply when you have a different level of conscious that animals don't have you start thinking like damn like you said do i really want kids look at the times look at this so it indicates that like when the pill was introduced it was like, oh shit, this is a way for us to like be able to fuck, which is like all we really want to do and right. not have the baby. Exactly. So it, it really, all these people that have kids, was it really that they wanted all these kids or they just wanted to get busy, but there was just nothing to. Yeah, because like that's. To protect them to, that's what's from cr- the kids. Yeah. But that's what's crazy because like how, how we were designed. Like, if you think about it, like, we were designed to want to have sex. Right. Because that is what moves the species the forward. Yeah. forward, yeah. And as soon as we started, like, getting so smart where we're like, oh, we could stop this from here, well, we could still bust these nuts. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's kind of crazy because it's like, now you can start seeing why religious people are not fans of the pill. Right, because it's you're 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 fucking with God's good work. <laughs> yeah, which is which is crazy because like uh, that might that might be something to think about. Like like damn, like what, why, why are things the way they are now? Like because before, I feel like people were a lot more. And I don't mean conservative in the political sense, but just more conservative. And like ha- even happiness was a different, was a different, uh, 
or the pursuit of happiness was a different approach. Yeah. It's like my happiness is like the stuff that I do. This is my family. We're, we're all safe and we're moving towards something. We're surviving. And and that's it. That's pretty much, you know, I'm not looking to find happiness in, in all these extra things. Now today, fast forward to today, it's like nobody's happy. But we seek validation a whole lot. Well, I wouldn't say nobody is happy. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that's uh, a uh, <laughs> kind of an extreme answer. But, yeah. like Because like, I, I, I consider myself to be pretty happy. Um, but also, you know, the, 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 the pursuit of... Like, I, I'm a person that it's like I'm never, I'm never quite satisfied... Yeah, but that's but what th- happiness that's, is. That is exactly yeah. to me. Oh. Like that's where my happiness stems from. It's like, all right, well, I I accomplish this. I'm gonna move forward. And and it's funny because there's times where like I've accomplished something, and like because I don't really bask in my accomplishments for mm-hmm. long. Yeah, I think I give the perception to people that I'm not happy because it's like, oh, but like you just did yeah. this. But it's like, well, no, you don't understand. Is like. There's more. There's more to do. There's more to see. There's I, more to conquer. I agree, but I feel like people don't look at like. I mean, not people. Like not everybody, but for the by and large, where you start seeing a crisis in the in in, in people like their their existential crisis is like nothing Lack of purpose. Yeah, like nothing makes them happy. Like it's like, oh wow, yeah. I got two hundred million likes. I feel like shit still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look, I got no, a nose I agree job. with you that, like, in general, there is a lack of purpose, a lack of happiness. But but I do think there are ways to get happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's just that not there's not a lot of people that really pursue. In a way, having a child is is, is purposeful if you think about, like, because it's like, Oh, you're good, man. You've been busting again. You've been you've been doing the deed. You're happy. Here's a baby, and then they just throw it at you. The the <laughs> thing with that the the thing with kids though, and it, it kind of ties into what we were discussing earlier, is I feel like the purpose that comes from kids is kind of arbitrary. It's what like it's like by happenstance. It's not really for most people yeah. now. Like the way that kings used to do it back then, where it's just like, oh, this is the heir to the throne or whatever. There was like a whole logistical process that went into it, even like down to like who they married, yeah, and yeah. all of that stuff. But now it's just like, oh, like I like this chick and she likes me, and oh, we're gonna have a kid. That's all arbitrary shit. Like nothing, yeah. like no real logistical thought or 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 vast intellect went into this culminating this yeah. is just like a natural thing that happened and and to me that i don't know how much that really is purpose like to me that's like it's purpose in yeah. the sense of like oh well yeah I, I got a responsibility yeah versus a purpose like let's say like elon musk where i want people to be able to like live on another planet yeah but I see, want I w- I want to like fix environmental issues by having electric cars like and to me those that, are purposes yeah. more than like that it's like a purpose that thought went into versus like yeah. the arbitrary 
the arbitrary action of just oh well like yeah you know i knew this girl we had sex we're together here like there's a kid now fuck i gotta get a real job and, and make money for the kid yeah that's my purpose yeah. and see and and to me the challenge of being able to make a a human being that could kind of be able to put do something productive that's the challenge i was i'm talking about because it's like well there's a lot of people <clears throat> that their purpose is like to survive really like when they have kids that that that's a purpose that like if you think about it that you have a kid now you don't have time to worry about yourself and to but sometimes is, isn't that don't you liken that more to programming than purpose what do you mean like, like trying uh, to survive that's kind of an innate programming well, yeah, I, but so many people know, are kind of on autopilot. I don't think that's purpose, though. I think, to an extent, it is because, like, like so, some people, so like, so you get hungry later, yeah. and it's like, oh damn, I'm I'm hungry, I haven't eaten, and now it's like your purpose is not to eat. That's just an innate programming that you need to eat for sustenance. But, but, a lot of people don't operate i think with the standard of oh i want i want to create something or i want to do something so like the default purpose it it kind of like if th think about it like this how many people have you seen anecdotally that like they kind of lose their shit when their child graduates you see what i'm saying it's like to them that's like so purposeful to them that's this is i worked all my time all the overtime i worked this is it was for this and so it, it, to a lot of people they look at it like that like oh wow this is my purpose this is my children making sure that they can make it move forward i understand what you're saying yeah but, but okay like a child graduating they they'll the people view that as an accomplishment now yes. I would say that's a like pretty low bar for a kind of accomplishment. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just oh, grad like like, uh -huh. like who doesn't graduate? You know. Now there's people out there that actually don't graduate, and and they would probably feel bad me saying that. But by and large, generally speaking, uh, uh, elementary school and high school people graduate. Like yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of hard not to. Cause I was I was a fucking horrible student and I and I graduated, <laughs> so yeah. so so it's I, I don't I think that's just setting a low bar. Yeah, it is. I I agree. I agree. But to some people, like that is their that, like sadly, it is the extent of their purpose. Like that is that is it. And so throwing a baby, you know, like. Because, because look at like the the depression levels in today's day and age, uh, the opioid overdoses. Like I feel people because maybe it, it does have uh to do with like the programming aspect of like yeah. oh, I have to do this, I have to do that because now you can't, you're not feeling it. Like where like using you as an example, where you don't have kids and you don't have a wife and you don't have, but like your purpose is now like on other shit yeah. on, on bigger shit to some people that transition that might stop at like well i don't know what the fuck i'm doing with my life yeah and then what i will say is for a lot of people because things economically are tight maybe they do want to pursue other avenues to fulfill their purpose 
but it's like, damn, I have to get a second job because I have so many kids. So now it's that much time away from like, if I want to make music or if I want to make, have a podcast or if I want to start a, a channel or if I want to start a clothing company or if I want to start a business, yeah. a bakery, you know what I'm saying? So there's people that like, maybe they, they are aware of their purpose, but there's so many, their, their, their programming column is so full that they don't have any other room or excess space, yeah. resource, or energies to be able to, to really it. be to pr- really be able to pursue the other the other areas. Which then shows you, in a way, why births birth rates have declined. Because it's like, well, when you're more stuck on, well, let's do this, let's find avenues to do this, you realize, I don't know if I, I don't know if I have time for kids i don't know if i want kids now what you just said i think that's very key moving forward in the conversation because that's somebody what you just said is an example of somebody thinking about that stuff critically right that's that's an example of somebody taking the time to sit down look at their life look at what they want in life and and seeing what is the best path forward to pursue the things that they want. And why that's important in moving the conversation forward is because along with the tweet where where uh, Elon Musk posts the data from that Wall Street Journal article about the fertility slump and you know everything that we talked about earlier, how in the 60s it was a steep drop-off, 70s moving on to where we're at now, we haven't really been above replacement uh, levels in fertility. He follows up that tweet with saying, contrary to what many people think, the richer someone is, the fewer kids they have. I am a rare exception. Most people I know have zero or or one kid. Granted, he knows a lot of rich people. We were just talking. We have zero kids. We, out of, out of the people that we know in our age group, because obviously we know people that are more successful that are older than us, yeah. but we don't really know many people that are in our age group that are more successful than us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, would you agree no, with yeah, that? Or yeah, not? I would yeah. agree because a lot of like, what would a, a, a lot of the footwork to be able to enter different tax brackets, even in the future, are not even laid laid out for some people that we know. Like yeah, but we're not, I'm not even talking future. I'm talking yeah, about now, right now. But like right now, we're we're good. But we're trending towards a much better, better uh, decade decades to come. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, a lot of people they're not even there. They're not yeah. even to the point where like oh wow, I put the the foundation on. Like uh, Pew Research has a has a ca- uh, like a calculator almost that if you put in what city you're from, your age. Uh, how much you make? I think there you could even put your ethnicity. It has this calculator where if you put in all that stuff, it pretty much tells you like like where you're at and what percentage of the population in regards to like where you stand financially compared to the rest of the population. Yeah, of where you're from or what area you're in, and then also the rest of the nation. Yeah, damn. Because like obviously in Chicago. We make it's a big city. We're gonna make more money than like people that live in rural America. Yeah. Well, so yeah. maybe 
that's not a fair comparison when you're like, oh, well, damn, like I make way more than like, you know, people in, in rural Kentucky or whatever. But then you could also compare it to like, you know, where you stand in, in the big city. Um, but yeah, again, zero, no kids. Um, everybody that I know that like has money to move around and do stuff it's either this is again this is a personal perspective it's like well two kids max yeah <laughs> maybe you know what i'm saying so elon musk says that so now what's interesting the conversation gets more interesting because somebody responds honestly the major reason for that is people can't afford to have kids that's somebody responding to Elon Musk about him saying that the richer you are, the fewer kids that you have. And then this person is saying, well, honestly, people can't afford to have kids. And then he responds, which I think Elon is on point with this. He says, then why is it that the richer someone is, the fewer kids they have? So I tie that back to what you said initially and what I was saying transitioning into this part of the conversation is that I think critical thinking, the critical thinking and and that aspect of people that tend to have more money because maybe they're at a certain place in their life where it's like, man, you know what? My situation is good. I want to keep my good situation. Yeah. I want to propel my good situation. So I have to consider certain aspects moving forward and not enough people in their level of consideration are determining that the route of having kids is going to make them better or more fulfilled. Well, yeah, because that's another thing, too, is this is another individual we're talking about here. This is not you. What have you done for you? You are yourself, and you should aspire to be... Like, like as what goes back to what you were saying. On the programming column, your, your, your plate is full, but you haven't even explored your purpose. Like, what you would... Self-actualization, yeah, like fulfillment, yeah. What fulfills you? Did you ever even consider that? Did you ever consider, like, because now you're what? You're in your mid-30s or late 40s, and, and you're like, wow, I have never even tried to do that. And so I think there might be some some form of regretful feelings or feelings of like, wow, I, I don't know. I should have maybe focused a little bit on myself too. And so finances have to do a lot with that, right? Because if, if, if you're so focused on, oh, the family has to survive, the family has to survive, the family has to survive, you're, you're working extra, but for what? If it's even only finances, because it may not even be a financial factor, because like in, in, in my situation, it's not really a financial factor. It's more so the purpose factor it's like well how does this get in the way of my show how does this yeah. get in the way of growing my business how does this get in the way of other things that may come along the line that i would want that i want to pursue yeah because i'll be honest with you i'll be honest with you as far as music i don't know but when it came when it comes to sketch comedy the reason the only reason I stopped with the sketch comedy and stuff like that 
was because we didn't ha- really have the the team to sustain it because yeah. that is a team effort like there's it's i there's mean no I, I have seen some people try to do comedy like on an individual level it's not the same it's not the same exactly not the way we would do it right exactly and so so to me that was one of those things that it's like well I could only do my part, but what everybody, I can't control what other people do. Yeah. But that's really the only reason that I'm not still, I'm not still doing that. But so then no. imagine how much more full the plate would be. It's like, oh, sketch comedy, podcast, real estate, this, yes. that, and then who knows what else would come along. And that's down. something you can revisit because that's another thing too. It's like, look at, I look at the Daily Wire. You started as just one podcast. Now you have shows. Now you have documentaries. Now you have movies. And so you start thinking about, man, the more you build, the more you could grow in other aspects of stuff that you're passionate about. And and the passion, the passion matters because the passion is what, like, illuminates in a way. You know what I mean? Like, that's what makes great music. That's what makes great comedy. That's what makes great, like, best believe... Elon Musk would not be trying to go to space if he didn't have a passion for it. You know, like, we need to travel outside of the earth. I'm passionate about this. Like, we need to do it. So passion goes a long way to to motivate and to grow things from, like, levels you didn't even think could exist. You know what I mean? And so that's why it's important. And then that's why his argument sometimes when it comes to the population saying there's a population decline, there could be population collapse is because it it, it kind of goes back to like even when, when people were talking about, uh, uh, fuck, I forget about uh, this. Uh, I think he was a German uh, economist. I don't, I don't remember his name. He was saying the, the key to fixing poverty is more population because more population means more innovation or the likelihood of more innovation. Yeah. And so to be innovative you need to have people and but but then but then at that point it becomes kind of a cultural a whole cultural thing because like as America stands right now, I don't know that I have more hope if there's more kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like I don't really think that we, I think we've lost our way in many ways culturally. So the foundation is fucked. So no matter how many kids I don't know that we could do any better. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But I think that at that point, it becomes like, well, it reminds me of the conversation we were having, you, me, Holden, and uh, Big Vince, when we went hiking the other day, where it's like, well, they were talking about how, like, black America, they need to just work on their culture before anything, before talking reparations, before any of that. Like, what do you really... What are you gaining? Money? For what? What what do you have? You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like giving think of it like a sports team. Like if you suck, the coaches suck, everything sucks, and like you giving them more money, like well, is this making them a winning team or yeah. does the culture have to change? And so on that front, it's like the culture would have to change if Elon's argument is, well, we should have more people because we need to move forward. Move forward to what? What if those people that are being born, what if the the newest generations, they don't give a fuck about moving forward? What if they're, what if indoctrination through schools, uh, the parenting situation, single parent homes, uh, what if 
uh, all this trans shit, LGBT shit that, that that's being pushed by Disney and all that. What if all that takes hold? Are they more worried about that stuff than innovating? Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of stuff that we get to care about, in my opinion. We get to care about it because we don't really know what struggle is. Yeah. Uh, because we're all kind of like brats in a way because everything comes easy. But I don't know. Like, I, I think... In a, in a way like the western world the way the way it's moving it's like well there, there's a reason why motherfuckers don't like us you know there's a reason why ISIS makes videos of what the fuck not to be you know yeah. what I mean not that I'm pro ISIS or pro any of that shit cause I'm not but there's a reason when they look at us they're like oh, I don't want that yeah and so and they uh, use our culture as an example of what not to be yeah. you know Absolutely. So uh, we're going to segue now into the next topic. Um, I, I think that's something that could probably be revisited down the road because it's such a vast topic. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like I feel it, we could probably have a There's so many ramifications to that. Um, but that was just pretty much a, a good little brief overview of that's, that article and what Elon Musk had to say about it and us kind of theorizing everything that that can stem from it now uh a topic that i hope we don't have to revisit again is this <laughs> next one because it is it is let, let me just say that like there are very few things that i think need uh uh explicit content sticker but i think what we're about to cover does yeah. And the reason why I think it does is because we are very much, aside from like this LGBTQ plus whatever stuff running rampant, and mind you, this video from Jubilee was a year ago. It's still, it's crazy because like since then, things have, have not toned down at mm -hmm. all. They're getting more, more ramped up. So it's just something that to, to sort of, <laughs> be mindful of yeah um and then obviously we give a we give a a, a a warning about the explicit language on the show at the beginning of the show like you know if you got kids around or whatever this is probably something that maybe you know you don't want your kids to hear or listen to because this shit is kind of wild and it also it's like it ventures into the realm of like not being reality anymore so jubilee they put out this video and it's titled what is sex like for a trans woman now i came across it because i was on snapchat and it was one of those those articles that comes up like as an ad and then i see it and it was actually like uh right as we're doing research for the episode and I was like, oh, like, you know, it is June Pride Month. You know, yeah. this is kind of crazy. And I think this is something that we should talk about and people might find interest in it just to show you how wild and like unhinged that side of the culture is is going. Yeah. So I'm not going to play the whole video because the whole video is like 13 minutes long. But I am going to play some parts of it that are particularly concerning 
And this one part that I'm gonna play, uh, of it's site the video is segmented. So the name of the video is What is Trans Like? What is Sex Like for a Trans Woman? And this particular segment of the video is titled What is Your Sexual Orientation? Now, this clip is gonna be about a minute and 19 seconds long. And what you're gonna hear is a lot of weird stuff because these are all men, remember that. Trans women, trans woman, that means man. Like this person is a man. They were born a man. However, and maybe you don't wanna play that game of like, oh, you're, you're not uh, respecting their pronouns or whatever. Fine, whatever, they were still born a man. And what they're essentially advocating for here is that once they designate themselves as trans, even though they're still technically a man, a man that's attracted to them is considered straight, which no, a man that would be attracted to them is not heterosexual. He would be a homosexual yeah. because you're a man. But again, these are people that are twisting and contorting reality to the point where it's getting really wacky because when we were watching this you and i we had to pause we were like wait what like what, yeah, is, what it, is this person saying right now it becomes like a big mindfuck like wait what I, i'm not understanding because it's like it's as if like i can't like we were sitting outside and i was like man that sky it's so pink and you're like no no it's what but you say it's so convincingly yeah. no, <laughs> it's pink like you what you don't understand is it's pink and the grass is blue <laughs> And whatever you have to tell me is bigoted. And it's like, um, it's not what I'm seeing. It's not what the truth is. I mean, it's, like, I don't, I, I don't understand. So there was times when they would say things where it was such a... Twisted. Yeah, it was like, I don't, I'm not comprehending. And I have to kind of rewatch this again to comprehend what it is that they're saying. So here's the first clip. What is your sexual orientation? If you have a partner now, how do they identify? Um, I'm straight. I am married to a heterosexual cis male. I would say straight because I am attracted to men. And the men that are attracted to me also, they would consider them straight because they see a female in me. So the first one says, I'm married to a... Uh, straight heterosexual male but you're a man so he is not a heterosexual male nor is he straight and then the second one says that what they see in me is a woman but you're still a man that well, shit is wacky well well yeah biologically wacky but then like here in Illinois don't if you get the surgery aren't you literally legally considered a woman which is wild, but does, so does that make this motherfucker legally a woman by law a woman? Because then you're like completely skipping over the fact that like science. So that's where we're at in 2022. Well, I, I but I'm not understanding like the point of of, of like because because someone can argue what I guess what I'm saying is someone can argue like no. Legally, did I don't know. I don't know if if a uh, dude has a, a dick or not or what parts he has. But literally, if he had the surgery, right? The the I don't know what it's the, called. The what a transition. Yeah, surgery, the whatever. transition surgery. 
uh, post-op surgery. Legally, no, po- post-op means like post-operation. Yeah, like they've had the. Surgery. Oh yeah, so it's a post-op transgender rather. Yeah, so it's a post-op. Let's say this is a post-op transgender. Well, legally now in Illinois, they recognize that as a woman. So if well, they recognize themselves as women already. Yeah, but even though they're not. But but what I'm saying is in like let's say like he was to go to jail, he will go to a women's prison or women's jail. Right. So then their argument would be like, yeah. So their argument would be like, no. Well, I'm a, I'm a woman, and I and that's my straight cis gendered male husband. Right. And legally, they are correct. Well, yeah. Well, that's weird. You see, because now it's like that. that see, w- this is so twisted. So yeah. now let's say let's say the mother he 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 has his shit chopped off. I guess technically that's a woman. Yeah. A very but because because like if a guy gets well, up if a guy gets up like a straight guy gets yeah. up with a woman that's like a hideous beast, but it, it was always a woman, he's still a straight guy. Yes. Yes. So what would be the difference? Like, cause cause let me, I know this is audio, so you all can't see the the person that we're, that we're talking about. But God damn, <laughs> that's this. <laughs> <laughs> horror. God. Yeah, no, it's like bigger shoulders than both of us. Because there are some that yeah. like, <coughs> but but you, are, I don't know if I've ever came across one that I that I would be totally convinced was a woman. But there are some that at a glance, yeah. you would be like, oh, that you know, that's a woman, like yeah. at a glance. But then when you really like look closely, you be like, nah, 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 nah. But yeah, that, that's that's the that's the world. We, but not every state recognizes that, though. So we don't know what state they're in. But that, I guess that that becomes like a kind of a a confusing thing because, like, to me, you were a man. I can't, I cannot be with you because you're a man and I'm into women. So that would be like. That would make me look like a terrible person. You get what I'm saying? Like they'll be like, "Well, what do you mean? There's nothing wrong with that. I'm a woman. I'm a woman." But now there's some that they don't have the operation. They still say that they're a woman. But to me, it's like, well, I don't know. Like, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it just be like biologically, you were born a man? This, irregardless of if you got the surgery or not, you're a man who got the surgery, but you're a man. Yeah. And so, it, I don't know. To me, that seems like the scientific, scientifically logical explanation to all of this. But now, that's where, like, certain places, that's not really, like, the science doesn't back the the, the legal. Yeah. The legal ramifications or the, the, the legal approach, which at that point, it's like, well, it's kind of weird because now we're introducing kind of pseudo intellect into yeah into this shit one, one thing I will say about them in this video that I'll give them credit is that when they ask them the question at what point do you disclose to a potential partner that you're trans they all pretty much seem to be on the same page as like at the beginning nah, but except one that one I was like that, you're really flirting with 
with some dangerous shit. Yeah, I well, and that, let me play that 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 whole little segment. Wife, at what point do you disclose to your potential partners that you're trans? It's such a touchy subject because a lot of girls disagree with me, but I believe that your first conversation point blank i wouldn't want to talk to somebody like have feelings for them and then they find out that i'm trans and they're not into it which is totally fine because you know it's not everyone's cup of tea and you can't be mad at somebody because they're not into you but i definitely think that before you know what was crazy about that is like that's the first time that i've seen someone trans say that and like be like totally comfortable with someone being like, no, that's not my cup of tea, which I respect. That's that. respectable. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, well, at least you know that like whether it be my culture, my upbringing, I'm not into this shit. Get away from me. I don't want it. And you're like, all right, well, that's fine. Yeah, you also get the fuck away from me. Exactly. <laughs> and that's it. If you do anything sexual with somebody, you need to disclose that you're trans. That is like a number one thing. So before my surgery, um, I think it was a little more important. I would literally be with a guy and just like get caught up in the moment. So before, this is where it gets weird. Yeah. So before my surgery, it was more important. Insinuating that after your surgery, it's less important. That is dangerous because... I know totally unfair like that's that's like fucked I mean, up fair is just is not even the word for it that's that's egregious evil, evil. like yeah. it's just awful you know like imagine imagine a scenario where a guy he's out with a girl right and then he doesn't i mean granted the person that is talking in this particular part i would be able he, to tell it was a dude huh I would be able to tell yeah, you the voice. Yeah. And at a glance from far, you might think it's a girl, but then if you get closer and then you also yeah. hear the voice, you can tell it, it was but a But now let's say it's a situation where like dude is like drunk or high, he can't tell or whatever. They go home, they get busy, and then like he has his wallet out and then the guy sees the ID and it's like from, from when he looked like a man. Back when dude's name was Steve. And and like, you know, you that could be dangerous, you know? Yeah. Yeah, cause <laughs> now now I see why you say that the word unfair is not correct. Cause I would be like after uh, after smashing, I'm like, damn, this is totally unfair. <laughs> That's very underclimactic. <laughs> Anticlimactic guys reaction. It's because for you it wouldn't be such a big deal. <laughs> It's 2022. Live a little. <laughs> All right, let me keep playing it. All right. He's like so perfect, so amazing. And I was like, wait, like, I have to tell you something. And now having a vagina, um, I've like fully had sex with people and like just not even told them. They just like don't know. When guys get upset when they find out you're trans. It's honestly based off their own insecurities of like, oh, I find so and so attractive. Oh, she used to be a boy. Oh my god. If you're attracted to me, if you literally. But nah, based off of your own insecurities, though, like no, you were a man. Well, technically, you, you still are, are a man. man. Yeah, like you, your dick is inverted. I don't know. Like to me, Im I don't, I don't, I don't understand how you can do that. Like that should be illegal. It should. Like honestly, that should be illegal because that's kind of some sort of some form of like rape almost. It's not really rape. I mean, oh, see, now we're getting. We're, I don't think we have time to like get into the whole like philosophical because that is a very interesting discussion 
is like because you are consenting. Yes, because I am under the assumption that you were a woman. So I consented under false pretenses. Yeah. Yeah. So you you see what I'm saying? It's like, okay, why can't you just tell me? Okay. Because what if I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to take a crack still. That is kind of of a, a slippery slope because... I see what you're saying. While it's not the same... See that's the thing. I, it's like I, I. That's what I love about the law so much is that yeah. you gotta break it down to the like the the most log- logical aspects. Yeah. Cause, it, uh, for instance, let's say you got a chick. You got a chick that like wears like some tight ass leggings and has makeup, but then when she takes those leggings off, her body is not that, and yeah. her face is not, you know, because the makeup is off. Her face yeah. is not as attractive as you thought. Then now is that rape? Because you yeah. because that's false pretenses too. Nobody that's, does it. Nobody thinks that way. That but, fucking Kylie Jenner makeup fixed you right up. <laughs> you lied to me. I'm you gonna lawyer up, bitch. You, ra- you raped me because <laughs> yeah. because you know what I'm saying. But it's it, yeah. It's, I, I see what you're saying, but it, it, I don't know. It just seems it, it definitely is definitely morally wrong. Oh, hundred sure. percent. But but the law often doesn't really look at the moral aspect no. of it. But yeah. it, that's that's an interesting one. But I agree that shit should be legal, like yeah. that, because that hell no. Yeah, I would liken that. You know what I would liken it to? I would liken it to the laws that state that you have to disclose if like you're HIV positive. Oh yeah, I would because yeah, that's see. like more medical. Like, hey, that's on the know, medical side. Yeah, you know, I, could see I, that. I would liken it to something like that, yeah. like a transparency type of thing. Like, yeah, hey, you know, like because then it would be criminal. I'm a man, baby. <laughs> Fuck it. That's, <laughs> that's you. I know. I already know. <laughs> I already know. Yeah, but it's like you know, at that point, whatever the fucking dude decides that I, you decided, but at least you were told <laughs> I, this is really an effort to dig out a pussy. That's a sketch right there. Like, uh, like two people that on a date, the woman turns out to be, or it's it, he thinks is a woman, it turns out to be a trans. Is a man, and then the guy is just like thinking about it, like, "Damn, okay, now I know. Yeah. Should I go through with this?" Or- well, yeah, remember, Dave Chappelle kind of had jokes like that. <laughs> well, he's like, "Yeah, you know." And later, we fucking bought a pizza and we fucked. Fuck, why not? <laughs> like, and everybody started laughing <laughs> after him saying he didn't want to have sex with yeah. a transgender. So, like, you know, I don't know. To me, it, it's uh, it's important to. Like this is, this reminds me of like the COVID nineteen, the the this other side challenging the other side, and then like with when it comes to this stuff, I feel like science and biology gets thrown to the wayside, and it's like whatever you feel, yeah. However, I feel should be accepted, but like it shouldn't only just be what you feel. It's like, well, what is the like literally the truth of this shit yeah. like what is the like what is the truth here that you are a man that you feel that you want to look like a woman and so you got a surgery to look at to get something that's like a female part but you were still born a biological man and so a lot of people they find that offensive the the same way that people that like the doctors that that found 
that the COVID-19 vaccine might not be necessary was offensive. Yeah. The same way that that um people who have uh, who critique certain aspects of, of, of BLM, oh, that's offensive. And, and then it becomes like, well, are we going to have a discussion of what is and what's not? And, the, and getting to the truth or are we just gonna like well feelings 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 whatever we feel yeah. my worldview my facts which all of those questions that you just presented I think would be good and serve an opportunity can help us can serve us in the opportunity to actually talk to that community if we do an in the field yeah with the with the gay pride parade in Chicago I know you you are somewhat we talked about yeah. in pre-production. You're not totally on board with the idea. It, but if we get like the transgender who was actually like, in a way, I don't even want to say based, but like fucking at least reasonable in the way that he said like, oh maybe you might not be. If we get people like that that are open, because like, I was shocked even when we did the the abortion thing. That people were just being questioned wasn't offensive to them, and some of them like actually were cool with having a discussion about it. The only way to know, the only way to find out is to go get in the field. So we might be doing that. So we'll we'll keep you guys posted. That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. If we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or you can buy some merchandise. And if you want to help us out, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. Five-star review. We're out. Peace. Peace.